Hello and welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves Podcast, where we are laying naked on top of the covers. Hot. I'm Danny. I'm Shakuna, covered in uh, whipped cream and and strawberries. Ooh. Get that visual, listeners. Yeah. And then Benny, what are you uh, what are you wearing right now? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yes. Hot. Those watching this uh, in the future at some point. This clothing is a figment of your imagination. <laughs> it does not exist. I see your nipples so a, right now, Benny, and it's really turning me on. There's a reason we're being so sexy. So hot. we got down with T-Pain's new cover album on top of the covers. That's right. Uh, if you listened to our previous episode, we did a, uh, a Amer- not American Idol, I was about to say American Idol, Mass Singer. <laughs> We did a Mass Singer episode, and uh, you know, it was a little bit of a competition between the three of us, and I won, not bragging or anything, and uh, the winner got to pick the album that we review next, and since I won, I decided to go back into the hip-hop side of things, even though technically this isn't really a hip-hop album. It's not hip-hop It at is all. not at all. Um, let me give you a little backstory about the album, so that way uh, listeners can be caught up to speed. Uh, on top of the covers is the seventh studio album from American rapper T-Pain. Uh, it was released on March 17, 2023, which was this year, uh, through Nappy Boy Entertainment and Empire Distribution. It co- it's a covers album, uh, which is his first record of in over four years following his 2019 album called One Up. Um, T-Pain said in a press release uh, about the album, this covers album has been years in the making. It got put on hold for a bit, but now that I'm independent, I'm able to do whatever I want through Nappy Boy Entertainment. And this is something I've felt strongly about for a long time. These songs are not what you'd expect to hear uh, that T-Pain is doing a covers album. And this is what I think is cool about it. So, Man. Uh, <laughs> and what I heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I, feel, I feel like, at least from my point of view, that mm-hmm. his appearance on The Masked Singer kind of like, catapulted him in this direction because which is kind of fitting because we just did an episode on the mass singer yeah um which he actually i mean and you guys would know more than i would but i believe he won he did he won his, season one like, he was the very first person to win one. the mass singer okay, ever shit, okay. yep yep so the here's a, a very interesting thing about t-pain is that um while he is regarded pretty highly in in the hip-hop community and in some cases, the R&B community to a certain extent, he has had a very, very rough go in the industry. Mainly a lot of people. There's um there's a great documentary series. I want to say it's called The History of Pop. It's on Netflix. If you get a chance yep. to check it out, highly recommend that you do. There is an episode about autotune because that's kind of what T-Pain really pioneered, really, in, in terms of hip hop. Yeah. Uh, was it was was the idea of auto tune and uh, there is and this isn't really spoiling anything because I feel like it's a really good interview to listen to because uh, he's basically in a good majority of it. Um, but he mentions one story in particular about how he was on a plane with Usher and they're flying back from some sort of concert they did or something like that. And then one of Usher's like boys, if you will, asked him to come to the back of the plane where where Usher's hanging out with his entourage and what have you. And uh, Usher's like, you know, I really respect what you do, man. I, I love it. He's like, but you kind of fucked up hip hop, man. And he, he was like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, he goes, now he's like, I can't, I can't sing like I normally do because you destroyed singing for, for everyone in this industry. And it was like, it was kind of like, and that's, you know, keep in mind, T-Pain's like coming up in the industry at that point in time. Like Usher's probably someone he looked up to, to have him like basically just like say, I respect what you do, but you also kind of suck, but fuck you a little bit. Right. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty insane how he has gone through like this renaissance of basically proving to the world that he doesn't need auto-tune to sing and he has like a beautiful voice. And I, and I completely agree with that because we'll, we'll talk more about it once we get into the album. But man, this guy has gone through 
hell and back in, in terms of reinventing himself through different albums or different types of concept albums he's put out. He's also very heavily on Twitch. He's like one of the top streamers that exists on that platform. Oh. Oh. He's launched uh, a gaming com- uh, a gaming company, uh, a clothing line. I think he's working on like his own vodka, I think, if memory serves right. I mean, he's he's doing quite a lot. Um, on top of his music career, and man, I just I have nothing but the utmost respect for the guy. I feel like he is he'll be regarded in history as probably being like one of the unsung heroes of that genre of music. Honestly, I had and thank you for that. As you go, that was great because sure. um, I I'm so uneducated <laughs> when it came to um, like T Pain. Like, I know his singles, sure. As, a lot, as do a lot of people. Only a few. I, I mean, there probably is a lot more than I can name off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But again, only a few that I, I really know. And those who don't know, like, like his, like, like, like this side of him, I mean, for me, like, if I showed someone who had no idea he could sing this album, you would have, like, I feel like T Pain would be like, would be your final, like, like your last guess, <laughs> because oh, I, I, I showed my wife, and I don't think she, like, she, she, she couldn't guess who it is, and I could, I was mind blown <laughs> after hearing the first, the first like like ten seconds. I'm like, this yeah. guy is phenomenal. <laughs> he, he definitely, he has the voice of a freaking angel. But uh, we'll, and, we'll get more into it when we get to the album. And sure. thank you for that, Benny. Thank you for that. Um, I would also like to say I don't think him going through hell is the right term. <laughs> This guy is still loaded. I mean, they're no. I mean, w- without question, but <laughs> but but do keep in mind that like he doesn't get the same love and accolades that like once again your ushers, your neos, your uh, your Chris Browns do. Even though Chris Browns is kind of a piece of shit, but that's beside the we point. We can say that, but where 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 is our neos now? Where is our ushers? What they're are still they doing these days. They're still doing stuff. What? What is Usher Neo doing? Uh, Usher has a residency over in Vegas right now. He's working on that. He's also working on it, coming out with a new album here pretty soon. Neo... Are we going to Vegas to see him? Like, that's why I thought we were going to Vegas. Oh, that, that, yeah, it's totally why we're going to Vegas. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you Sorry, not know yeah. this? Sorry, Danny. Me and uh, Jacuna, we're talking <laughs> offline, and we were saying how we're going to screw uh, Wimmer Young. Yeah, I already sold my tickets. I already sold my tickets. I'm. Yep. You guys I'm... have fun. All right, cool. Well, well podcast over i guess we'll uh and i also like uh, oh, I'm so- oh your account and i canceled our hotel so good yeah. <laughs> well it's a good thing because you're not the one that booked the hotel <laughs> yeah I I it. Mm. anyways let's get into the track listing shall we uh this it's only eight songs uh on the album but uh Eight very, very good ones, at least I'd like to think so. We'll start off with the first one of him covering the Sam Cooke classic, A Change Is Gonna Come. Let's give that one a quick little listen, shall we? Running ever since it's been a long, long, long time coming, but I know. God damn. Can, can we can we just appreciate the range that this uh, this man's voice has? Holy guacamole. Just it, it's just amazing. It's incredible. 
Guacamole is correct. <laughs> guacamole is the correct way to phrase it. I feel like that's I, correct. I can't believe avocado. I don't know. Do, do, no, on that. No, 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 Dan. No. Wah, wah. <laughs> Do you want, you want to give me the womp womp? I'll give you the womp womp. No, no, it's fine. Too late. <laughs> now I feel rejected. Aww. Yeah, this song is really highlighting his vocal skills. I already fucking love Sam Cooke, so it was a very pleasant surprise. Solid but very simple backing track, but not much is needed when this song is all about the vocals. Correct, yeah. I mean, th- this literally was him just coming straight out the gate, just saying, hey, here's my voice, listen to me. I mean, th- the... Because I mean, do you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Do you do you not understand that I am not using auto tune whatsoever on this? Like it's just powerful upon powerful, and um, the fact that he even used like very different variations of his voice to create like his own like backing vocals as well. Like uh, to I, act, is just yeah, gonna... chef's kiss. And I felt like that appeared throughout the album where like where he was having his own vocals be like like the the backtrack to. Like his own, his own, like his own vocals. Absolutely, but I, I definitely felt like very, like, like, like I guess, and I guess it makes sense because it's Sam Cooke, but very like soul, very like gospel. I was like, oh, I, I just picture this in like a church somewhere, even though I'm not religious anymore. I, I could definitely see like this being in some. I, I was picturing uh, like a big congreg- congregation, like, like singing along with them, and, 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 and a choir back in him. It just, I, I was again like. I was mind blown from the song. Like I, this is no. I was like, this is no way, no way. It's T Pain, and obviously it was. Yeah, right. But I, I was, I was like, I was shook. <laughs> to, to be totally <laughs> honest with you, I, I think I've listened to this album at least like like five or six times. Holy crap! Um, wow. Just because I, I enjoyed it so much, and again, we can probably talk about this a little later on. But I went searching for it online and she couldn't read my mind and then <laughs> sent me the vinyl pre-sale code uh, pre-sale link and i bought it instantly yeah <laughs> yeah you did have some vinyl yeah can't you wait. did also before we get into the next track can we uh just talk about the uh the sexiness that is the album cover as well it is very nice t-pain laying on a uh a, i guess it looks like just a, a gold uh sheeted uh bed with some rose petals with a, a rose in his mouth and a chilled bottle of champagne not just that it's like a like a sex novel looking oh, like an illustration of it thousand percent a picture <laughs> it's got I like a sunset behind him. red oh yeah in your bedside drawer <laughs> hiding it away from dad yeah <laughs> that's where mom gets her jollies uh all right we move on to track number two uh this is uh obviously t-pain uh once again covering uh, the journey song don't stop believing Let's give it a listen. So this by far is like my least favorite Journey song of all time, uh, mainly because I hate the South Detroit reference. Uh, but man, but man, does T Pain do it justice? It's like if if that was his own song, I would be like, you know what? Maybe I don't hate this song as much. I, it's funny you say that because I actually wrote the same kind of the same thing where I was like, I hate this song, 
but I love this song, if that makes any sense. Right, yeah. You, so, you like you like the cover version of it. 100%. And I thought it was so well executed. And I could listen to this song again and again. I could, I'm kind of over... Because we've heard the Journey song, like, like a thousand karaoke bars, like a, a thousand like baseball games, um, and and yeah, the whole like self Detroit. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like it, it's it's fun. Like, there was a moment when people thought South Detroit was Windsor, and, and I, I think someone, I, I think I think it was the I don't know who the lead singer of Journey is. I it, it's escaping me. Steve Perry. Okay, Steve so he, Perry. Okay, well I was escaping me. I'm talking. I'm rambling. It's fine. I think he said that only reason why he said South Detroit was because it sounded the best out of all the directions. Correct, yes. And <laughs> so it's... there's no like like really deep significance of South Detroit. It doesn't mean Windsor, it's just because it sounded the best out of North, East, like West and South. Dumbest thing ever. Absolutely dumbest thing ever. Dumbest but... thing ever, right to it. <laughs> but still it's you know, it's still a good song. Anyways, Dan, your thoughts? See, this is where he instantly lost me. Honestly, the oh. song is so played out and tacky at this point that I was really disappointed to hear it, even as a cover. The backing track is no excitement, and I know he's great at producing because Three Rings and Epiphany have amazing production work. On true, it. true. Um, this sounds like shit. I feel like he was more effective, or he has more effects on his vocals in this song than I was expecting. Even though he might not, it sounds like effects a lot throughout it. Sounds like not good old original T-Pain. I hate this so much. Wow. wow. I hated okay. this cover. It's okay. It's well, okay. I do want to let listeners know, we've talked about it in the past, I'm not a fan of cover albums normally, so we'll see how this goes. The the, the thoughts and opinions expressed by Dan are not the expressed opinions of the, <laughs> the B-Side Ourselves podcast. Exactly. But yeah, this, no, I, I was so excited. Subtext, fuck you, Dan. Loved, the first track I loved, and then this song, I was like, oh, my, oh I don't know if I'm going to like this album. <laughs> Fair bummer enough. but i can respect that that's all right listen every, everyone's got an opinion it's a shame that dan sucks anyways uh <laughs> we, we move on to track number three it's uh now this is a song that like i didn't actually know until this album and i actually had to go back and listen to the original but this is the song called sharing the night together uh by arthur alexander uh back in 1975 i say let's give it a little bit of a listen and uh see what uh this sounds like let's go like someone new to talk to Oh yeah, alright I'm feeling kind of lonely too If you don't mind Can I sit down here beside you? Oh yeah, alright yeah. If I seem to come on too strong I'm hoping that you understand I say these things cause I'd like to sexy all i gotta do is say it's is just is just sexy that, that's the only notes i wrote on this um it, with the exception of i feel like there's a little some heavier effects that are put on his voice for this particular right? song but that is not to deny how the production value the instrumentation all comes together and weaves just this nice nice just sexy slow jam i don't know i i dig it personally speaking so do i go next Dan, or do i mean no you can go so I mean, <laughs> I can't save his bad I really enjoy this. I mean, I'm, I'm really pretty positive, like throughout 
this entire like <laughs> this entire I guess review. Uh, but I mean, I definitely found this song um, to be like, definitely like slow jammy, which I mm-hmm. totally like down for. If I were to like, make, if I had this song in like the early, like, I guess the early, like, I guess like like nineties, and I wanted to make like a, like a whole selection of songs to set the mood, mm-hmm. I would put this at the top of the list. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I think I have heard the original a few times. I don't, I don't know if it's not maybe it was like in, in, in like passing it in like a movie or something but i definitely have heard the original in some capacity i don't know exactly where because it wasn't totally new to me but i think the t-pain did it justice though because i think it's it was really good i agree daniel go ahead okay, on it. so i really enjoy the r&b vocal range he's showing off however i hear a lot of vocal effects it may not be a vocator but it's there's vocal effects there um this cover is not blowing me away. I am familiar with the source material, and I also find that song boring. So this song, I did like more than the original. Mm. Okay. But mm. I still don't like the song, and I found it's kind of a sloggy. Like, I don't know. There's cooler songs I would have liked to hear him try. It's fair. I can respect like that. sexy R&B style, because I do like the way he's doing his R&B voice. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was... Oh, I think it'd been funny if he would have covered an Usher song to really <laughs> just toss it to Usher. God. Just take it back to him. So good. <laughs> it, that would have been honestly. However, though, I'm if sure. He's listening, T Pain, do that. Do that. <laughs> and I also like, want to. I'm state... all for the pettiness. I'm all for the pettiness. <laughs> I, I know I'm coming up very negative so far in this review, but there are songs I like, and we will get to them. Okay. I mean, all right. Negative. Listen, we're we're only we're only three songs in. We we got we got time here. I know, and I hated two of them. I feel bad. <laughs> we move on to track number four. This is Scrangs and K Major Sus. Let's let's give this a listen. Okay, I'm gonna fade this out a little bit earlier than the 30 second uh, threshold there. Thank you, Appreciate you're that. you're welcome. Uh, I think that's part. This part of the album was kind of a little unnecessary. As much as I like, I enjoyed the 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 wordplay there, like the whole idea of like K major sus. I think that's that's pretty funny. Uh, but I feel like this was a, was a filler. This should have been another cover of something else, uh, or. Better yet, maybe an interlude, uh, a smaller interlude into something else that would have then turned into a cover song. This is my only major criticism of this particular track. Although, once again, I find it funny. It's just, it's not, I, I wish that we would have just kept uh, kept the covers going at that point in time. So we're making a 1950s silent film horror-like soundtrack Hell yeah, now. we are. Let's do this it. This is very lackluster instrumental. And again... I want to go back to his production work on Three Rings, which is one of my favorite T-Pain albums. Like, mm-hmm. He can do some amazing things. And a lot of these songs could have benefited from bass. True. Like, you don't need a ton of bass. It's not a hip-hop album. I understand that. But there's, like, no bass in any of these songs. Mm-hmm. And then, again, I just, for an instrumental song, for someone I know can do pretty cool beats. Yeah. It was boring as fuck. It, it was pretty boring. This is the track that I always end up skipping over when I'm listening to this album. Um, and it's, it's not like a knock by any means. It's it's one of those things where it's just like, it just feels out of place. I, I think yeah. it's, maybe it was just like, a, 
it would have been better if, like I said, if it was an interlude into a cover, like, you know, like an extended interlude, if you will, like maybe like 30 seconds leading into whatever cover he was going to go off of that. So I agree that it probably should have been like an intro, like an outro, or as you kind of point out, like some, like, I guess the interlude between like two songs. I felt like I, this is, and I agree, like I didn't listen to this six times. <laughs> well, I, I hope you did. I heard it once and I'm like, eh. It's fine. I'm good. It's <laughs> I'm fine. Good. Like I heard it once. I'm good. Uh, but yeah, I, I have nothing really more to say because it's also like three minutes long, and I feel like if even if like too long, it really is. It, it feels like that's too that's two minutes too long. I feel like that should have only been like a minute at the max. But that's that's just and me. I feel like it can't be filler. He only has eight songs on this track. He had to think like. Oh, this has to go on this bit. <laughs> right? get it. It'd be different if it was like it was like twelve or thirteen tracks. I'm like, okay, you're you're just yeah, tossing something but you for. You only have eight songs, right? Like you could have totally like got rid of that or added another cover in and made it ten or nine so, for that matter. I'm gonna sound like the biggest idiot in the universe, which sure. I'm totally cool with. I don't get the what is the title? Like I don't understand. Like, what he's referencing. Well, Scrangs is just it, strings. Yes, correct. It, it's just it's an, an has an urban slang of of strings. K major sus, Ma- major sus is a is a big like uh, not millennial. It's like a a Gen Z term about you know something that is suspicious. Gen, Gen Ma- major sus. And right. K major is a musical term. Correct. Yes. It would be. It know. it would be if if K was a, a letter yeah. in 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 the musical <laughs> alphabet. I probably could have dug a little deeper into that before <laughs> I asked that question. Uh, but There's uh, no I, dumb questions on this podcast, I I Benny, just dumb I mean, people. There, it definitely is, but <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Let's move on. I didn't get it. It's cool. It's fair. Next track. All right. <laughs> next track is track number five on the album. This is uh, Stay With Me, originally performed by the one and only Sam Smith. Let's give that one a listen. There's your uh, bass, by the way, there, Dan. I know. <laughs> um, I had that in a note. Thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the one thing that I will say. While I do really, really love this cover, uh, or this version of it, I should say, I think the Mass Singer version was better. And I know that's kind of a controversial take. And Benny, I don't know if you've heard it or not. Have you? I haven't. No. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll play just like a little bit for you, so you can give it a listen. I was to, ask uh, that, yeah, absolutely. For like a, a quick comparison. So here you go. Here's the uh, the Mad Singer version. Yes, it's true. I'm not good at a one night stand, but I still need love because I'm just a man. These nights never seem to go to plan. I don't want you to leave, can you hold my hand? Oh, won't you stay with me?
Okay, all right. Come all right, on. sorry. I, I, I just I have to hammer that one home because you man, like wrapping the fuck up. That, like seriously, that is every time I hear that version of it, like I get like a little fucking misty eyed off that because that is just it feels like he is just bearing his soul on stage when he sings that version I, of it. So, <clears throat> sorry, I was gonna say the same thing that I like. I definitely felt felt it. Mm-hmm. And maybe because it's a live performance. Well, possibly. not only was it a live performance, but it was also uh, it was like one of the performances that was close to, uh, I think, towards the end of the show or the end of that season, where season. he was like facing elimination, and so like so this, he was trying to give it all, he was trying to give it everything he fucking had. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that's those are my notes, gentlemen. You just. You just downgraded my vote because this is one of my favorite songs on the album, but I forgot about how good the live one is. Yeah. Okay. So this is a beautiful shift back in the album. I'm finally feeling it again. Not a huge fan of Sam Smith, but I love this cover. Uh, and I fucking love I feel Sam like Smith. his vocals are much more raw in this one and you can feel it more. Mm-hmm. I still oh. have a little bit of complaint about the production work. However, I do love that there's bass back in the song uh, there's your bass just, damn it but this is still one of the highlights of the album for me i really enjoyed this one benjamin so this is one of my like favorites on it uh for sure i mean again i want danny to go a little more into like the production of it because at least well, again i'm not really keen on what goes how to make a song and the production like but behind it but i thought it was it's it sounded great to me, and I, I love the, the the vocal area on, on this on song for sure. And the whole like gospel like soul like, soul feel, I really really loved it, and it gave the song a new identity. Like I don't mind like the original song either. Like I think it's, I think it's great, but he gave it a whole new identity, and I I really really enjoyed it for sure. Well, gentlemen, uh, we move on on now to track number six on the album. Uh, this is. T-Pain, yet again, doing some more cuffs. I know, hard to believe. More (laughs) T-Pain? More more T-Pain. Isn't it crazy? Uh, This is um, the song Tennessee Whiskey, uh, originally done by Dean Dillon and Linda Hargrove. Uh, Let's give it a listen. Also, it's normally done by David Allen Coe. But anyways, let's let's give this one a listen. Right about now. Just, just, damn. Now I know, obviously, uh, once we finally get some drums in there and, and kind of uh, the beat kind of kicks in a little bit there, but man, if that is not just a testament to the, the absolute vocal power that T Pain has at his at his uh, disposal, I don't know really what else shows that off. Gentlemen, your thoughts. Let me go first. Sure. <laughs> I, love, I love this song um i do think he did a really amazing job he's continuing to impress me with his vocal range uh the only notes i really had is the original this song is garbage like, mm. the original singer yeah, yeah however i don't hate me for this i know i'm not a huge country fan but the chris stapleton cover is superior to this yeah i'll agree with it's that actually one. actually amazing i mean i love this version but chris stapleton's cover of this is 
incredible. Okay, so <laughs> who sings the original? original? Play a little Di- bit of the original. Uh, yeah. So the original is done by David Allen Coe. Do you want me to give you the the Chris Stapleton version? No, I, let's I was, show the original. I okay, I'll yeah, I'll I'll give you. Hold on, I'll give you the original. Uh, and David. then we'll do some Chris Stapleton. Yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. 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 All right. Um. <sighs> David Allen Coe, Tennessee whiskey. Where is? Where are you? Where are you? Seriously. Uh. T N E. Can I spell yeah, Tennessee see. right? Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I spell Tennessee right? Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee whiskey. I was singing the Arrested Development song. Yeah, I know. Tennessee. Tennessee. All right, here you go. Uh, play. Play, damn it. Here's here's the, the David Allen Coe version. I used to spend my nights out in a bar room. Bar room. Was the only love yeah, it's not very good. Yeah, it's, it's not, good not good at all. Concept, sure, but not good at all. But so here's... I thought. The wait, hold on. Wait. Want... Let's give. Oh. Let me give you the, the the Chris Stapleton version because I feel like that that's important. It deserves it. It it does. Okay, here's the here's the uh, Chris Stapleton version. But you rescued me from reaching for the bottom. See now? I, I just feel like Chris Stapleton brings a nice blues feel to it. Completely, like yeah. And I think it's an incredible cover. And no offense, I mean, I like T Pain's cover, but I feel like, oh man, you should have covered something Chris Stapleton did not too <laughs> long ago and he did a hundred times. Like, so like, <laughs> again, yeah. I searched for like uh, the song, and <laughs> I thought that <laughs> again, I'm not that musically um, educated as much as my partners in crime here. Sure. Um, however, I thought that the Chris Stapleton was the was the original one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, that's a that's a pretty solid song. And then yeah. I saw, and then I heard T Pain's, and I thought it was great. Like I, I, it was really, really well, and I only have many, very many notes to it. I put, uh, like, this is the second, like, this like, song two out of two to bang to, um, <laughs> on, <laughs> on this album, um, with the first, uh, being, what did I say before? Is this, is this something you're gonna play while you're making sweet, sweet love Sharon, to your wife there, it, Benny? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. I said, is this the song that you're gonna play while you're making sweet, sweet love to your wife there, ben, Benny? Get light some candles. While we're Put sharing that together, yes. Absolutely. While you're, we're sharing some Tennessee whiskey. Mm. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, gentlemen, we move on to track number seven. Uh, this is, uh, once again, our good friend T-Pain covering the, the late, the great, uh, may I say, the undisputed king of... Of the crooners, Frank Sinatra, the Rat Pack, yes, Frank Sinatra, and this is uh, That's Life. Don't let it, don't let it get me down. 
So here's the thing. I've never really been a big fan of of like the Rat Pack sing- Rat Pack singers yeah, of that genre of time. Like I respect their contributions to music, but I don't know. Maybe I just it's something like the uh, maybe it's the Italian side of my family that just like goes that like worships these singers, and I go, Ugh, they're they're fine. They, I mean, it, no, nothing really knocks my socks off. But man, this cover of it though kind of makes me go. You know what? Uh, I feel like T Pain did a little bit better. Uh, I don't know why. I know it might be a, a controversial hot Dan take, but I'm going to set the entire. Song. I I know. I I I think he, I, want to hear I think say. he did it better. But I, I know Dan's going to disagree. Go ahead. There are three artists I believe no one should cover unless you can have do it absolutely perfect, and that is Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, and the Beatles. Mm. And I mean, you can cover them. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I've heard people do a good job. But mm. there are so many people who do a bit shit job, and this is the biggest piece of shit I've ever heard with rapping oh. at the end. Excuse me. Well, I, I wasn't talking about rapping on "That's Life" by Frank Sinatra. This Why the, the original fuck not? "That's Life" is just an incredible song that has heart and feeling. This just feels like a stupid money grab, and I'm pissed off. <laughs> oh Jesus! I this is my least favorite song on the album. Fair enough, <laughs> Benjamin. I actually, do I mean I don't I don't have very many harsh words about it. But it also was my least favorite. And I couldn't really tell you why. I just I didn't really feel it as much as the other tracks. Uh, but <laughs> Dan said it pretty well. Um, but again, I don't. I don't think it's a gigantic piece of shit. That's that's pretty harsh. Said, but I definitely also agree that <laughs> it was my least favorite song. I hope your Italian blood is boiling inside you that you like this T Pain more. Nah, <laughs> nah, not at all. My 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 I'm blood's not like the biggest like frank sinatra fan either they're like a handful of songs i think are pretty amazing but besides that i don't need every frank sinatra album or anything same fucking same all right gentlemen the original that's life is just so beautiful the way it's pruned the way it's like structured it's like it's like heartbreaking it's fuck like that's life there there ain't no denying it man (laughs) uh anyways Gentlemen, we move on now to the final track on the album. It's only eight songs, hard to believe. Uh, this is, uh, once again, T-Pain covering the song none, done none other by the great black metal. Well, I wouldn't say, I mean, yeah, black metal, because uh, I feel like that's wrong. Heavy metal. Black you, metal? Yeah, black Sabbath. I was, I was, I was trying to do... Try and say heavy metal, but then I said black metal. I see. Anyways, we saw where you were going. Black Sabbath <laughs> covering War Pigs. Let's give it a listen. Here we go. Okay, so this is actually going to be the one where I go, I feel like maybe this one shouldn't have been covered (laughs) because it's like, I, I love the Black Sabbath version so much that this is one of those where I go, 
I appreciate what he did, and I appreciate him adding his own spin to it. But uh, I don't know. I just don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a kind of a fifty fifty for me. Gentlemen, I mean, I I didn't hate it. <laughs> I'm not saying I hate I it. Mean, it's it's I, it's no, just, it's kind of like I'm I'm on the fence about it. I mean, I feel like this was because I think this album, like, he really tries to like dabble into a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's probably just something that he was like just trying to do, just kind of like maybe like check that check the box a little bit. Sure. I mean, it wasn't again. It wasn't like I don't think, I don't think it was bad at all. I mean, I do enjoy like the original more. Sure. But I mean, it wasn't bad. And I I, th- I thought it was like, it was pretty like, well done, and like kind of like how he put his own spin on. Obviously, like this whole album is him putting his own spin on uh, on the like, iconic like songs. So, but uh, I'm curious what Dan thinks. Dan thinks because I'm assuming he's gonna hate it. Uh, I'm assuming Dan's gonna hate it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm like 98 percent confident. <laughs> no, actually, I love this song, and I think wow. it's a fun cover. But I will never listen to it again. Wow. Somewhat. <laughs> The somewhat church organ keyboard behind the chorus is really cool. It mm. brings it like a almost funny religious moment to a dark song. Mm. And then you Very have dark. the funk guitar during the second verse, which is just funky as hell, like almost Bootsy Collin level. Almost. Not not there completely. Sure. But I still don't know. There's something that w- that it makes me just want to listen to the original. Yes, right. it was fun. I enjoyed it. But again, like this isn't what I'm going to go back to, but I still... I really liked it. Um, it's funny that I read that uh, the guitarist of Black Sabbath really enjoyed this cover. I heard that too. He <laughs> tweeted out a comment saying, hey, like, good cover, or I forget what he said. but And yeah, T-Pain's, he... he does a killer like scream at one point. He does. Too. That was my one note that I forgot to mention previously was I actually really enjoyed his like rock like and roll scream. I, I, I forget what part of the song it was at. But I heard it. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. I can appreciate that. So, yeah. yeah, it was good. Nice. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, that is uh, all eight songs off of uh, the newest T-Pain album on top of the covers. I think it's time for ratings. Uh, I guess I'll start off with probably the more optimistic rating of the bunch. Uh, Benny, what, what's uh, what's your number? Well, personally, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, again, there was like one song that I thought was, you know, not really necessary. But I still am excited to like listen to stuff on vinyl, so I'm gonna go for an eight point one. Yeah, that's nice. All right, Dan, your time to shit on it. Go ahead. Uh, so <laughs> out of the eight songs, there were four I liked. You know, "Stay with Me," "Tennessee Whiskey," uh-huh. "Changes Are Coming," and "War Pigs." Even though "War Pigs," I probably won't listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I'm gonna go middle road. I'll go five out of ten. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. That's I fair. Just, I was hoping more because I did when you first pointed this out and I listened to changes come or change is going to come. I was like, oh, we're for a ride. I think I'm I'm really going to enjoy this. And I think it's just his song choices. Like I like I said, don't stop believing Uh, that's life. Those those two really made me mad to hear and just the way they were covered, too. And also. Yeah, fair. Uh, I was actually kind of more hope I was because actually about to look up. The uh the songs he sang during Mass Singer season one, uh because I want to know if there were other songs that should have been on this list. I mean, granted, I mean there there definitely should have been a lot. Uh, but uh, man, I'm I'm trying to pull up the. Can you play something for me while you're. Yeah, sure. Get sure. something up. Yeah, what what you need? So look up the song "Spooky Shreds." Okay. 
I'm it's look- a song that T-Pain released in 2022. Okay. And it made me sad that it wasn't on this. I would have actually almost bought this album. It's an original. Yeah. A little more like older T-Pain. Sure. All right, but, let's, let's give I mean, a listen. I love Halloween to begin with, so. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, here you go. You should skip ahead a little. Sorry, it's a T-Pain song. No, I will do no such thing, sir. Here you go. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. All right. I really liked it. And I was like, oh, why didn't I want this kind of T Pain now? Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe he will do a Halloween album at some point in time. It doesn't uh, have to be a Halloween, but you can hear him using his real vocals along with some auto tune at times. I'm like, right. Oh, I like this. <laughs> okay. So here's some of the songs that he sang during Mass Singer's uh, first season. He sang uh, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen, which I think that would have been kind of fun if you would have put that on the album. Uh, then he also saying, I don't want to be by Gavin DeGraw, which I'm not the biggest fan of that song, but still not bad. Uh, and he, I think he did a pretty decent uh, job of that one. Then he also covered, uh, American woman by Lenny Kravitz, which I think was, was good. If I remember right, it was, that was, that was pretty decent. Uh, and then he did, I love rock and roll by Joan Jets, which eh, maybe, uh, then obviously Sam, uh, Sam Smith stay with me. And then his final performance was "This Is How We Do" by Montel Jordan. Now, oh, I that was good. I feel like that should have been one that should have been on that album. Which I wonder if he just didn't get the rights or something. Maybe, but I figured if you got the rights for Sam Smith's "Stay With Me," that that should have been relatively easy to do. I mean, like, what the hell is Montel Jordan doing these days? He could use the cash. That's true. You know. Anyways, uh, so. My uh, my rating for the album, uh, I'm going to kind of go a, a little bit above Dan, but also a tiny bit below Benny on this one. I'm going to give this one a solid 7.5. Um, there are, there are once again, some fantastic covers on here that I really, really enjoy, but uh, I think the the Scrangs track could have very been easily omitted to make that a little bit of a higher rating. And I just that, that version of War Pigs, for some odd reason, just doesn't, sit right with me for some it i don't know why it just doesn't sit right with me for some odd reason um it's not that i don't feel about that's life yeah right so you know we we have our we all have our opinions on things and that's where uh that's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 7.5 even though i still bought it because first and foremost uh you know listen i love t-pain i love to support the guys and i like and i pretty much love everything that he does um there hasn't been a bad album that he's put out that i that i haven't enjoyed uh plus on top of that just for the cover well, right, and also the uh, the vinyl pressing is also a gold nugget too. So it's oh, also, man. yeah, it's like solid gold. It looks it looks gold, sexy. It looks sexy. Solid gold, baby. Sexy. Anyways, uh, well, that wraps up our, our album review of uh, T Pain's on top of the covers. Hey, uh, Dan, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me at Ecto Cooler Ghost on top of the sheets. Yeah, ooh, hot. Oh, it's just Ecto Cooler Ghost. Don't add all that. <laughs> you, you won't find anything. You might find an OnlyFans page. Uh, Benny, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me, uh, Benny and the Wax, under the sheets. Ooh. So I'm on top under? here over? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, exactly. you can find me at the Big Shakuna between the sheets. 
Ooh. I, I thought you were going to say, and I am the sheets. <laughs> God, sometimes I wish I was. Uh, also, uh, you can find uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere on any social media platform using those uh, those ats. Also, you can go to our website, which is bsideourselves.com, which has all the links to all of our socials as well as our playlists and really anything else relating to the podcast. Also, our private Discord channel as well. So go check all those things out and tell us uh, how right or wrong we were about our album review. Uh, and uh, tell all your friends, because we always love making new friends on this podcast as well. And with that being said... It's time to flip the record over. Did I say Don't thing? stop believing. <laughs> Hold on to that feeling. Did I say thank you for listening? Oh, well. Thank you for I'm listening. I'm in love with the stripper. <laughs> the way she pop and she rolling. Sliding down that polling.